Welcome to The Lex Factor, a lawfully good podcast where we'll brief you on the business of law so you can build a better practice and capture more billable hours. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Lex Factor. It's your host, Lauren, here. Um, I have co-host slash guest today, Randy Shorefighty. You guys have heard his name before. You've talked to him before, but he is our senior manager of public relations and communications. Doing double duty. Thank you. I know. I don't know if I can... uh do two jobs at one time. Well, I guess we'll see. Well, welcome to reality because we do two to three. Yeah. So no, I'm, just <laughs> I'm not wearing my pajamas, so I'm not dreaming. So, oh gosh, yeah. Um, you know, Brad is not here today, unfortunately, and unfortunately, he couldn't make our last episode either. So, Randy earned his keep. We got some decent feedback from him co-hosting, so he's got decent. one more shot. It was decent. 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 That's a no more in here. But, that is you know. a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, giving him one more chance today. But he also has some really good insight into PR. And you guys remember we talked to Michelle from Reputation Inc. last episode. So much good information there. And I think there's so much more that we can share too. Because yes, there are PR opportunities that you can do on your own. You don't always have to reach out to a third party or to an agency. While it's great, it's a time saver, they know what they're doing and they can really elevate you, help elevate you to where you want to be as a firm. There are steps that you can do on your own as well. So right. Randy's here to talk to us about those and and help you guys really get a kickstart managing that PR for yourselves and for your firm, you know, before you maybe look elsewhere or if you maybe cannot look elsewhere at this time to get right. outside help. Absolutely. Right. And and that's a great segue into the topic from Lauren is that you you have to plan no matter what your line of business is, whether it's law finance, whatever, you have to have a marketing plan. And part of that marketing plan is is a public relations section. Mm-hmm. And so public relations is a great way to augment your existing marketing plan. And so public relations, not just reaching out to the community that you serve, but public relations in a sense of media relations outreach. And so getting free publicity, and that acts as advertising. And so whenever you're able to control your own message reach out to the media and have them disseminate your message, you get a perception within uh, not just your community where your potential customers are, but within the business community as well. You can develop a position for your brand, for your individual name or the name of your law firm, and become a thought leader so that people, whenever they think of a certain topic, they may instantly think of you or your law firm. Mm-hmm. Randy, I heard you say the word thought leader, and I think it's a pretty common term term for us in the industry, but explain a little bit what a thought leader is for someone who may not be as familiar. Sure. So thought leader or thought leadership is someone that the media can turn to or even within uh, you know the business community for an individual or a law firm to provide commentary or to explain something. So let's say there's a judgment handed down in a bankruptcy case of a of a major corporation. So there could be uh, a law firm within that city or maybe a neighboring city or even maybe a city half of, you know, on one coast or the other that can provide some commentary or analysis on what led to that bankruptcy and then how things may go moving forward for that uh, for that corporation or organization. So let's say, Lauren, you're you're a media member and you work for a TV station and you want to get a, an expert opinion. 
And so you may think of someone right off the bat, whether mm-hmm. they're in the city where you work or maybe that they're... That makes sense. Right. Or if you're in New York City and there's a, a high-profile bankruptcy attorney out in Los Angeles, you can reach out to that individual and see if he or she are available to you know, either okay. do a live, uh, you know, a live interview or do a taped interview. Okay. So you really, a thought, thought leadership, thought leader is really positioning yourself as that expert in your area so right. that every time, if there is a bankruptcy case going on high profile, the media thinks of you automatically as Absolutely. that bankruptcy expert. Absolutely. But it comes down to planning. You have to have a plan. Yeah. How do you to become get, that person? Exactly. To get yourself to that position. And yeah. so... Having public relations as part of your overall marketing plan is is vital to doing that. Yeah. It's, it's also very good life advice. You have to have a plan for who <laughs> right. you want to be and where you want to go. Absolutely. If you want to get married, if you on, don't want to yeah. get married. or Do you want to have kids, yeah, Randy? Exactly. Maybe dogs. Your I don't kids know. are probably listening, so don't answer my that kid, one. My kids are not listening. My kids are not listening. <laughs> they do not support you. <laughs> my wife my isn't even do listening. Do, so. do they even know you do this? Do they know about your big break today? Yeah. They, they do. do. What'd your wife say? She said, all right, have a great day and walk out the door. <laughs> Don't mess it up. <laughs> right, yeah. Don't my get da- fired. Today, right. Randy. My daughter's like, okay, yeah, whatever, dad. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> my son, my son's a journalist. And so he's somewhere up in Montana and he's covering sports. So he goes, oh yeah, hey, that's, that's great, dad. He's probably telling everybody at the office. He's my, not telling my anybody. My dad's on a podcast anything. today. He's famous. No, my family doesn't talk about me. I have to talk about myself. <laughs> oh, Randy is great. Guess what he did at work today? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I have to talk about myself in the third person. Oh, okay. Everybody give Randy a little love this yeah. weekend. But Okay. So what else? You're an attorney. You work for a firm. You have your own firm. You're an LOA, paralegal. What else can you do on your own to put together this PR plan? Right. So there's some, I don't want to say basic steps, but there are basic steps. You know, first of all, you have to, you have to know what your firm's or your personal objectives and goals are. You know, if you're a solo practitioner or there's 10 attorneys, or you're mm-hmm. in a firm of 100 attorneys. Yeah. You so have you to... want, I'm sorry. No, no, So, yeah, you want more revenue. Right. You want to open more offices over right. the next five years. You want to obtain more clients. Right. You want to find efficiencies. There could be so many, there could be crossover, obviously, but line item, what your goal is for the next five years, 10 years, where you see yourself and your firm going. Right. You want to align every part of your marketing plan, especially the PR plan, with your, you know, your business objectives and goals. Mm-hmm. So let's say you have a one office firm, but you want to expand into a second office in a different town or maybe even a different state. And so whether you do it before you open an office in another state or even after, part of your plan is, so let's say you have an office in Illinois and you want to open an office in Missouri. And so your PR plan as part of your media relations outreach you want to target those news sources or writers or journalists in that other city. So let's say your your headquarters are in Chicago, but you're going to open an office in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're going to want to develop within your plan your media outreach activities within that St. Louis market. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you know you have to and you have to find out who your you have to define who your target audience is, but then also what are your key messages that you want to relate to for those audiences. So we talked about planning. We talked about messaging, determining your goals, how you want to reach them. Now it's time to start talking to your audience. 
How do you talk to your audience? How do you determine what channels to use? How do you best use those channels? How do you use those channels to reach your specific audience? Talk through that from a PR perspective. Right. Yeah. So once once you have those first things identified, you know who you want to reach out to. So then you have to identify where those individuals within your target audience are getting their information. Mm-hmm. Is it, you know... Are they getting it mostly from a local TV station or mm-hmm. a newspaper? Or are they well, most likely to get their news from Facebook? Exactly, right. Or is it something on, is it a specific website? Mm-hmm. So you need to identify what those channels are to get your earned media placements in so that it's reaching those individuals. Not just the channel, but when they look at those channels or whenever they consume news from those channels. Yeah. That's very important. So, I mean, not just who and what, but when. When is also very important. Yeah, and I think that can be a little bit more difficult to do on your own sometimes because, say, for example, um, you're in family law and you have messaging. You really want to target the, the moms, the wives out there for whatever reason. How do you know what media they're consuming? You know what I right. mean? And I think part of it is you could do you could do some searching online and you could find out for the most part, you know, women of this age group who have kids, what type of media are they consuming? How often are they on Facebook? Are they right. watching the news? But to dig really deeper, I think that's where you need that outside vendor. You know, mm-hmm. if it's TV, if you do find out, hey, people this age group, this race, this sex, whatever, they watch TV a lot. If you can find that out on your own, there's so much more to it. What channels are they watching? Absolutely. What time are they watching TV? Because, you know, what, you could have an ad running on TV and it's running at 830 in the morning. But maybe the target audience that you're reaching, they're probably at work at that time. Maybe they're not staying right. at home. So you're missing out on a huge segment, or, you know, maybe the audience that you're targeting are big radio listeners still. Mm -hmm. So, hey, let's hit them on the way to work. You know, that 7.30, 8 o'clock when they're in the car listening to the radio, they're going to hear your message. So I think there's a lot of information that you can find on your own on the internet that will get you a good start. But if you really want to dive deeper and get the most bang for your buck, you know, talk to somebody about it. Use your network, talk through a vendor, whatever. Right. The explosion of media availability because of the internet has created a lot of niche communication Mm -hmm. channels. Uh, To your point, you know, it's easier today to, you know, let's say a law firm develops their own YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. They could put out, you know, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly programs on their own. It could be five minutes. It could be 30 minutes in length. Yeah. Being able to identify topics that are newsworthy and timely but then also making sure you have the right amount of content. But wh- like, how do you know? You mentioned good content, newsworthy stories, but how do you know they're newsworthy? Exactly. How do you know that it's a good story and that people that you're trying to reach want to hear that story? Right. How do you know that? You have to plan your pitch. So developing a pitch is like developing a sales letter, a 30-second script if you're talking to someone on the, on the telephone. Mm-hmm. In the, in the PR world, to establish yourself as a thought leader, you have to pitch yourself. So whether it's via an email to a journalist or you're making a phone call, a cold call to a journalist, developing your pitch and making sure it's a complete pitch to get their attention. But it, then it's also important to know the right individual within that newsroom or within that mm-hmm. organization to make that connection. You have to find a newsworthy story 
but you also have to make sure you're pitching it to the right individual. So let's say you want to get, uh, you have a great story idea. You wouldn't pitch it to just the general assignment reporter within a newsroom at a paper or a TV station. Mm-hmm. You may want to focus your time and attention on the business editor or yeah. a business reporter because bankruptcy is within that within that area of business. Yeah. So, I think that's a good point. Um there's definitely stuff that you can do in as attorney. You know, you're not an expert in PR. You're an expert in law, and you can do PR by yourself. But I think that's a good point, Randy. Think about think about everything. Don't just send your release or your your article or whatever to the news station. Think about who it, who it's going to. And you know, it makes sense if you are in bankruptcy law. Maybe look for somebody that handles business or finance. So I think that's a great point. Just think about who you're working with. Think about everything before you take that step. Right, exactly. And so and then, you know, once you get once you get your placement, again, no matter the media, boost your success within that earned media placement. And what I mean by boosting is share that. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's, you know, it's a posting on your website or talking about it in a blog or even on your Facebook or Instagram page, you know, posting that out there, not just to your family and friends, but to business groups or industry groups. That gets the attention as well. You may need to spend a, you know, some money to expand out just beyond your own little organic groups. Yeah. But there's the potential, if you want to grow your firm, you have to spend money to make money. You know, when you're not really sure how to move forward, I think a safe first move is always working with educational content. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want to pitch your firm, you want to get more business in, but how do you do it? I don't really know. Like what, what message resonates with your consumers, with right. your potential clients, you may not know yet. So share news that, that helps them out, that's educational, that helps them navigate the waters and the situation they're in. Right. And that actually positions you more as an expert. And like you are truly there to help them. You want them to have the tools they need to navigate their situation. You're not just going out directly, trying to get their business, trying to get some money, you're providing tools that they can use to help themselves. But in turn, they're going to see you as a person who's there to help them. And you're more likely to gain their business in the long run because you've been supporting them in a non-pushy way all along. So I think knowledgeable content, education-based content, resources, sharing resources, things like that is always a great first step. Absolutely. And and another thing to remember is to keep your message simple mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and digestible, meaning don't talk in technical terms, talk in layman's terms. Um, I remember from my uh, public speaking class in, in college, uh, the instructor saying, you know, Back in talk- my ear. Uh, that would have been 19, <laughs> 1990, 1990, what? <laughs> 1990, 1991. I'm not oh afraid God, to say I it. I was just a child. Oh, well, I graduated in May of 93. So <laughs> there, uh, I've now revealed all, my age. If anybody's curious, you can <laughs> right, find him on LinkedIn. No, do you know what math. he looks like and you know how old he is. <laughs> yeah, but just keep it simple. You might be in an area of law that is very technical, but find a way to present it in easy to understand and digestible terms. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there there's a lot of terminology in the legal industry that 
a lot of people, normal people, just don't know. It's not common. So at the end of the day, Randy, obviously in the beginning, we talked about setting goals. You know, where do you want to be in three to five years? Where do you want to be in five to 10 years beyond whatever? And that's what you're basing your PR plan off of. So that's one way to measure your success. You know, I set this goal. I want to expand to um, three offices in the next five years. Great. I hit that. I'm successful. Not necessarily. How else do you measure that success besides the obvious? So let's say you garnered, oh, let's say 25 earned media placements Mm -hmm. throughout any given time frame, whether it's a year or a quarter or whatever. Let's say all 25 of those media placements were in print. One way to look at it is, great, we had 25 individual media placements. Uh, Our goal could have been 15 or Uh, last year we got 20, this year we got 25. So in one term, yeah, you were successful because you got more than the previous year or you got more than you were hoping to get. But another way to measure that is what is the advertising value of it? So let's say, you know, you got an article in the paper and let's say it took up half of the page, whether it's Mm -hmm. the front page, the back page, whatever. What is the advertising value of that half page? You, well, you can easily figure that out by whatever that newspaper or that magazine or whatever charges mm. in, in retail ad space. So That's you can a good put a, point. How much did you pay for exactly. it? Exactly. How much? So how Not much? Not that you paid for right. it, but if you would have, yeah. Right, exactly. So that's, I don't want to say a hard dollar, but that's one tangible way. So you have, you have an actual idea of what that space is worth. Another way is to, what is the reach? So what is the reach of that newspaper? They reach mm-hmm. 850,000 people every day if it's a yeah. daily newspaper or whatever. So there's a way to, to quantify it as well. Yeah. So, and a lot of that information, if you go to the newspapers or whatever the media outlet's website is, you can find a media kit posted on their website that right. has, this is how many impressions, these are how many people are, you know, receive, receive this paper, how many people read it, whatever, the circulation. Right. If not, that's something that you can easily call up or email and get from them at no cost Absolutely. because that's how they sell advertising space. Mm-hmm. So you can easily get a hold of that information. Absolutely. And, and, and you can use that. If you have a board of directors or you have shareholders or if you just even want to do it for yourself, which I encourage anyone to do, just so you have an idea. So let's say you're a solo form and you want to bring someone on. That's actually a selling point. Yeah. We, you know, last year we had 25 media placements. It was this much in free advertising. This is how many people saw it. You can actually use that in in one way in recruitment if you wanted to. And even if people don't know what that means, let's be honest, it sounds good. Right. It's like if you read on somebody's website that they're certified this, this, and this, you have no idea what that means. And maybe it's not even that big of a deal. But when you see it, you're like, wow, they're certified. They know what they're doing. You know, it's all about how you position yourself. And then you can also use it in measuring the success of your PR plan is there's a term called share of voice. Mm -hmm. How many? So you were mentioned 25 times during the last calendar year, how many times was a competing law firm mentioned? Yeah. Maybe not just overall, but maybe on a certain topic. So let's say out of those 25, you were mentioned six times you practice law in four areas. One of those areas is bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. You were mentioned uh, six times out of those 25 in bankruptcy. Let's say there was a competing law firm down the street, around the corner or whatever. Maybe they weren't mentioned at all. Maybe they were mentioned twice. So right there you have three times as many mentions as a competing law firm. But how do you find that out, Randall? You can use Google Alerts. 
So mm-hmm. if a competing a one. right, if a competing law firm is out there trying to get the same book of business as you in the same geographic area, you can set up a Google alert. Mm-hmm. You can also so let's say you're whether no matter the size of the town or city you're in, you can monitor newspapers, radio stations, or TV stations. They all have websites. You you can yeah. go on there and you search can search for your competitors' name. Absolutely, search, that's okay. e- it, it, that's an easy way. So maybe you were able to get three times more media placements, but maybe their the competing law firms' two placements were big, mm-hmm. and they had, I mean, they got more coverage, whether it's yeah. more airtime or more uh, ink in the paper. Is that six really a bigger or better number than the two? You don't yeah. know. That's a good point. Right. But I think those real-life examples help. Absolutely. I mean, those are, I want to say quick and easy, but they are. Yeah. All right, Randy. So you made a lot of really good points, a lot of really good examples, real-life scenarios, easy steps that firms can do on their own. What do you think are the three most important things that they can start doing right now by themselves? First of all is develop a plan. Know what you want to do. A life and, plan and a PR plan. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a life coach. I can barely coach myself. So can't even talk correctly. <laughs> right, but no, just have a plan. Know where you want to go and know where you are right now and how you're going to get from where you are to where you want to be. Part of that plan is have a budget. If you're going to do it on your own, as a law firm, billable hours is very important. So make sure you're not sacrificing billable hours for your PR activities. PR activities and any other marketing activities are very important. Just be sure. It's all about budgeting. So you Mm -hmm. need to put that in your plan, whether it's dollars out of your pocket or time out of your day. Set a budget. And so as part of that plan, just know who you're targeting, what you're going to say to them, how you're going to reach out to them, and what kinds of stories you want to educate them on. Mm Mm-hmm. Your first point reminded me, have you seen Hitch? The movie Hitch it's, with Will it's Smith. It's been a while. I've seen it. Remember when they're at Ellis Island and he's like, you don't know where you're going until right. you know where you've been. That totally right. reminded me of what you just said in your that, first but point. But that, that, that it's advice. It's that life coach. I know, that, but that's all over my head. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good movie though. No, it that's is. It is. I've seen it, yes. So have a plan. Make sure you know how to implement that plan. It doesn't hurt to reach out to experts in the field, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's other other attorneys who've done it or there's, you know, a local PR professional or an agency, someone like Lexicon. Um, <laughs> those individuals are out there and they're able to help you uh, maximize yeah. uh, your time in doing, you know, whether it's PR or marketing or other stuff. Yeah. So have a plan, know how you're going to implement that plan and don't be afraid to talk about yourself. And when you're not afraid to talk about yourself, you're going to have more confidence in talking about yourself. Yeah, definitely. And you you said it just now, and Michelle said it on the last episode as well. If you need help, there's resources out there that are knowledgeable within the legal industry. So you don't have to go to any old agency or any old partner who doesn't necessarily know the ins and outs and doesn't know what you have to do in your marketing to be bar compliant. There's people out there and resources that know that and they're experts in it. So you can do it yourself, but we're always here for you too. Absolutely. All right. Any last words before Brad comes back next week? No. (laughs) 
Maybe we shouldn't we record these Brad. on. We no, Right. You know, no one can, pu- <laughs> no one can pull off a pocket square like Brad. I know. Let's just put it that way. Too bad people can't see that. It's, just take our thank, word for it. Thank God they can't see us Brad today. has great pocket squares. <laughs> and does. so did Chris from Procurement. He yes. had good pocket squares as well. They, it was reversible. That's right. So, right, exactly. It's a great money saver. <laughs> Reversible anything. Socks, underwear, saves a ton of money. Take my word for it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into The Lex Factor, and we'll be with you again next week. Thanks for tuning in to The Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.